We're back. All right, peace. We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining us for the AEW Insider. This is the Movies of More edition. Surprised you guys aren't sick of me, man. I appreciate you listening. I really, really do. Wanted to put this show out real quick because, I mean, there's some good movie news out. Plus, I did watch Rob Zombie's Three from Hell, so I definitely want to report on it. So I'll get into it real quick. I won't make this too, too long, but I wanted to give you the news, peeps. Three from Hell, the review. Now, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan, but I'm a realist also. Some of his movies are amazing, and some of his movies fucking suck. Like, if you ask the general public, they love houses, the House of a Thousand Corpses, they love the Devil's Rejects, uh, what you call it. They give sort of uh, Lords of Salem a little bit of props. Most of them liked Halloween 1, all of them hated H2, and all of them hated 31. Me and myself, I thought they were all alright, besides Lords of Salem, but with all this talk about it, I gotta watch it again. Um, H2, I even think's okay, even though it's fucking nutty. But I'm a huge fan, but some of his movies aren't that fucking great, to be honest. Even though I say I like them, I'm not saying they're the best, like House of a Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects. Uh, so I'll have to say that if you're a Firefly f- family fan, and you like House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, rejects then you will absolutely fucking love three from hell three from hell kicked ass honestly really not going to try spoiling it because i really don't get off on doing that some people do but i will talk about the plot and shit like that not revealing anything major what have you but you pretty much can tell for the coming attractions yada yada and just from real life stuff that happened what i would really like to know though i would like to get a hold of rob zombie's original scripts for the one he originally wrote with captain spaulding in it through the whole movie what have you because as i've been reporting you know sid haig was really really sick when he did write the script he went to see him and it was a bunch of issues just listen to my last show or the show before it i talk about it so rob zombie had to rewrite the script about 10 times so in the movie of course uh the movie does pick up right after the devil's rejects you see them in a car they don't get shot up but after that they go to jail they literally all got not each not one one of them got i mean not all of them together but each one of them one by one got shot 20 times fucking each. So before the movie come out, people are wondering how they survived. Was it all a dream? Uh, did they go to hell and then Satan said they were too bad and he sent them back to earth? No, they all got shot 20 times a piece and it takes a year to heal and they actually fucking survived. So it's ridiculous, but it's crazy. That whole year and after they were caught, of course they have fans outside. People hate them, but you see the people saying free to three. There's also people saying, I don't think they did it. They would never do that. They had people who fell in love with them, wants to marry them, you know, a bunch of weirdos and shit. So they're in jail, yada, yada. Captain Spaulding has a great scene in it, but that's all he's really in it for due to his sickness and what the movie company would let him film. I won't say why he isn't in the rest of the movie. You can see that for yourself. Uh, what it is is that, um, all right, let me see. They're in jail. Jail's bad. A lot of it takes place in jail. People are fucking with them. People trying to kill them, what have you. Danny Trejo's in it. He was in Devil's Rejects 2. Um, him and Diamond Dallas Page were hired to actually kill them. You know what I mean? He's in jail. But I'll just let you know. What, they get out of jail. I won't say how because that's a big part of the movie. And I won't say it could be one of them gets out, then blah, blah, blah. Or both of them get out, yada, yada. All three of them get out. Who knows? But they do get out of jail. And then they decide, of course, to go to Mexico because that's where they can lay low. Something that happened in the beginning of the movie comes to bite them in the ass to Mexico, and that's the movie. So I don't want to say anymore. I really didn't reveal anything. Trust me, I could tell you fucking what the fuck really went 
now. Uh, my personal thing I have to say is that the new guy, Foxy, he's either the half-brother or the stepbrother, some shit like that. All you see were pictures of him. You don't know if the guy's going to be cool or not. Let me assure you, he is fucking awesome. He is definitely related to their family. His scenes are great. What he says is great. So even though Captain Spaulding wasn't in it, their newest member fits right in with the family, honestly. And then uh, real quick, I will say this. I don't give a shit if you like it or not. It's not a big deal, but I'm a fan of this guy. Well, was and still is. Their brother, Tiny, in part two and part one, a big tall guy, he was paid by a real-life Bigfoot. His name was Matthew McGrory. Um, he was discovered on Howard Stern, and Howard Stern and Rob Zombie were really tight at that time. He put him in a movie. Well, they do talk about Tiny, which is cool. I won't say why, how, and all that, but he does get brought up, and they give him a little bit of love, which I really, really liked. But anyway, I really, really enjoyed this film. I thought the devils, I mean, similar the devils, three from hell fucking kicked ass. And if you're a fan, like I said, you're absolutely going to eat it up this is what we've been waiting for people and also too i would have forgot real quick one of my favorite parts of the devil's rejects is the whole hotel scene like that scene is fucking amazing rob zombie has went on record himself and said the only thing he regrets is that he would have spent a couple more days there filming because what they filmed was magic and i agree in three from hell it's not a hotel of course but there's a long running scene and all that that is definitely reminiscent of it and they fucking he kills it he kills it on every level so he definitely caught that fucking little magic in a bottle again and there is like a the hotel scene in three from hell not in that capacity what have you but it's there and it's fucking awesome so be on the lookout so anyway like i said i do give rob zombies three from hell 8.5 stars out of 10 i would have gave it a nine if captain spaulding was in it more all right some tv news uh, Walking Dead fans will be happy that after its season premiere, only one episode of season 9 has premiered, it already got greenlit, which means approved for season 10. So there will be a new season of The Walking Dead, and veteran actor Lauren Colhan, a.k.a. Maggie, will return to the show. I have mixed feelings about that. It's not that I don't like Maggie. I think she kind of sucks anymore the way she was, blah, blah, blah. But it's about the real-life woman, Lauren, Laura, leaving the show. I think that's bullshit. Like I said, I'm a Howard Stern fan. He believes in this, and I do too. You don't have to. Who cares? But if you're so fucking lucky to be in a band, to be an actor, and yada, yada, ride that shit out. These bands fight over bullshit. They fucking break up. These fucking actors like David Caruso on CSI wants to be a movie star. Look what happened to him him that one chick left the er look what happened to him maggie left the walking dead she wanted to go be an actor and be an actress she went on a tv show that thing got canceled so fucking quick it wasn't funny and look where she's back if the walking dead didn't kill off so many big people and some big names didn't leave i don't know that they would have took her back to be honest but maggie will be back in season 10 of walking dead i have a feeling she's gonna pop up in this one uh, AMC also released the official trailer for a new Walking Dead series. Uh, I must say, I'm not feeling it just by the way it looks. Like, when I explain it to you, the way it sounds, sounds really fucking awesome. But the trailer didn't wow me. The series takes place 10 years after the start of the outbreak. So if you watch the Walking Dead shows, because there are two of them, and the comic book you're a fan, you know that Fear of Walking Dead, the spinoff, starts right when the zombie outbreak takes off. So this new show takes place 10 years after that. In this show, there's a community like Alexandria, but way bigger. It's like a whole city or a whole fucking town. You got nine, that over 9,000 people who are human who are living, living there. 
there. There are kids who were actually born there and raised there who have never seen a zombie or the outside terror in their whole lives. They're going to school, they're going to college, they get a job in there, they're having friends, they're having fucking prep rallies, football, what have you. So it's about a group of these teenagers who actually grew up in that bubble and they actually want to go see the outside world, what they heard about, and that's what they go do. And that's what I said, like, this sounds fucking awesome, but just the trailer didn't wow me. And some people, some characters from The Walking Dead can pop up. If they survive, you know what I mean, their show, their series, and they're still out there, they can pop up in this show. There's a guy named Dino or Diego or whatever. You could see him in the trailer, and he's from the shows. But, I mean, definitely check out the trailer. Director Sam Raimi is creating a new horror anthology series. Sam Raimi is the guy who made Evil Dead, and he did, uh, excuse me, the Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire. The name of his new horror show is called 50 States of Fright. It has Christina Ricci in it and tons more. The series will focus on urban legends that come from 50 states. There's urban legends all over, but each urban legend comes from one city and one state, what have you. So some states are famous for that. So picture Creep Show or Tales from the Crypt TV show each week, but it's going to be a fucked up urgent legend from a different state. So if they can do this right, it's going to be kick ass. Uh, Seth Rogen and Michael B. Jordan are teaming up to produce a crime drama for Amazon. It is called Middle West. All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. When I do back, when I get back, I got some movie news. We got stuff that's going on with the Joker movie, more Sam Raimi, excuse me, news, but it's about a movie. We've got entertainment news and all that. Uh, Ronnie from Jersey Shore was arrested for beating up his baby's mom, what have you. So definitely come back. I got a lot more stuff and I'm doing this for you peeps. All right. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz. This is the AEW Insider and we will be right back, peeps. All right, peeps. All right, peeps, let's get back to the show. Let's get into some movie news. If we're talking about movies this weekend, you know it's got to be about the Joker. The Joker is getting tons of praise and a lot of heat. People around the world are walking out of the movie theaters, not in droves, of course, but enough to be noticed. Uh, it's just too much for them. This is what a few of them what, who walked out, what they had to say. They tweeted after, of course. I literally just walked out of the screening of Joker was too terrified to be there with all this going on. The way the movie glamorizes gun violence and mental health issues, and then other people have gone as far as calling for the movie to be banned from theaters, saying that it promotes violence and could even inspire a mass shooting. Motherfuckers are spoiling the movie, man. Uh, some people are not taking the movie as so serious. At one movie theater, somebody made a sign and put it on the movie theater door. What it said is, is that we are enforcing a no guys who look like they never had sex policy. So they're pretty much saying, if you look like some weirdo who lives home with your mom and you're a fucking brony, we don't want you in here because you're probably going to shoot the place the fuck up. But it was quickly removed after being discovered, of course. Uh, and Joker has just lost its guaranteed fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You know RottenTomatoes.com anymore. That's pretty much the measuring stick for movies, what have you. Well, from all the early screenings and critics and festivals, this movie's been loved. Once it hit the theater for a couple days, the rating fucking dropped. It's not guaranteed fresh. I think it's like down to 60% now or some shit. But not everybody does dislike this movie. Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. The Joker. He's played The Joker for the last who knows how many fucking years, probably 20 or more or something like that, on the Batman animated series, the cartoon movies, tons of video games, what have you. 
Mark Hamill seen the movie, and this is what he had to say about it. The awesome Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, and Scott Silver brilliantly reimagined a character as never seen before. Two thumbs up from that old school comic book version, a.k.a. me, talking about himself. So he really loved it. Now we're talking about Sam Raimi again. He has confirmed that he is working on a new Evil Dead film. That's right. It's not a fucking rumor. It's not in talks. It's not on the shelf. Sam Hamey is working on Evil Dead 4, it'll actually be. That's so fucking kick-ass. Evil Dead movies are amazing. Uh, Evil Dead 1 and 2 are classic. Army of Darkness is my favorite. Ash is one of the best horror movie heroes, you know what I mean? Besides, like, a cool final girl, what have you. People love the TV show. Fucking Evil Dead's great. And even a remake I loved, you know? I don't think Sam Raimi had anything to do with that. But that would be great to actually see a fucking new Evil Dead with the original people before they all kick the bucket. Uh, director Guy Ritchie. You know Guy Ritchie. He made the movie Snatch and everything the fuck else. He really, Madonna's ex-husband. He released a trailer for his new star-studded movie. And it looks like Ritchie might have got his groove back. It's called The Gentleman. It stars Matthew McConaughey, Sons of Anarchy's Charlie Hunnam, Hugh Grant, Colin Farrell, and many more. It follows American expat Mickey Pearson, who is played by Matthew McConaughey. He built a highly profitable marijuana empire in London. When word gets out that he's looking to cash out of the business forever, it triggers plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. All you gotta do is watch the trailer. It looks fucking out of sight. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in a new movie. It's called Free Guy. And boy, this is in my wheelhouse. He plays a guy named Guy, and he's pretty much in The Truman Show. If you've seen The Truman Show, this guy lives in a world, and he thinks he's living his regular everyday life, kind of like The Matrix, and everything around him is not real. In The Truman Show, all of them were actors, and he didn't even know it. Uh, this one, Ryan Reynolds plays a bank teller. His name is Guy. He's stuck in his everyday routine, and he discovers that he's actually a background character in a rather brutal open-world action video game, and he's the only one capable of saving his world. The bank that he works at gets robbed 17 times a day. Never mind just stepping outside that fucking door. So that's why the name of the movie is Free Guy, like the free guy from this world. So imagine Ryan Reynolds not knowing what's going on, and he's literally thrown into the middle of a fucking Grand Theft Auto video game. It sounds awesome. Director Kevin Smith has announced and confirmed that he is making Clerks Part 3. Not a cartoon, not a little mini, not a short, not a YouTube video. Clerks 3 will be getting made. If you ask me, I think he should have stopped at the new Jane Silent Bob movie, but fans shall rejoice for another round of Clerks. Also, him and his best friend for life, Jason Mewes, are getting their stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congratulations, boys. Uh, there is another Jason Bourne movie coming out, and it'll tie directly into this TV series, Treads of Stone. So I guess that show is, you know, part of the Bourne whatever universe. I don't know. Uh, Marvel, a.k.a. Disney, has announced an upcoming Infinity War saga. And what it is is a whole box set. It's 23 of Marvel's movies. Everyone made up to date, all in 4K. It comes with a bunch of cool shit and collectibles. And it could be yours, true believers, for a cost of just $550. They can keep it. 
uh, my recommendation of the week. It's books this week. Uh, there is an author named Stuart Woods. He does write a bunch of characters, but his best and well-known character is named Stone Barrington. Read anything that has Stone Barrington in it. Once you pick it up, you don't want to put it down. It's awesome. There's always a mystery. There's always fucking somebody trying to kill somebody, even him himself. What it is, if you read the first one, he used to be on the New York police force. He got shot in a kneecap on one of his, on his job one day, and that took him off the force, so he became a private detective. One of his rich-ass aunts, aunts passes away, so he's got money. He's got a fat fucking crib in the city. He's got cars. My man gets mad pussies fucking women and like I said people are always plotting scheming trying to kill rob each other or him so I'm telling you these books are amazing and you won't be able to put it down once you start reading them and you're going to want to read the next ones so remember check out Stuart Wood's character Stone Barrington check out any of them but if you can read them all you'll be hooked uh, the streaming service war has really heated up since Disney hopped in the game, it's begun all over again. Like, everybody's at each other's throats. Disney actually banned Netflix. You know, there's some of their shows and movies used to run on Netflix. Now there's no satiation, nothing to do with them, whatever. Netflix is banned from Disney. They'll never work, they'll never be partners, what have you. And it looks like Apple's getting in on it, too, because you can go on Apple TV or their products, and you can use Amazon Prime. Now you cannot find Amazon on Apple. What they're all doing is cutting each other's throats and you're going to see who's going to be the top dog and all the little puppies shall die off one by one. That's exactly what's happened. So the streaming war officially begins once Disney Plus premieres like the, uh, November 10th or something. All right, some entertainment news. New York Comic Con is alive and jumping. Tons of new kick-ass Funko Pops and toys have been released, plus tons of new movies, shows, what have you. Uh, I can't wait to see what the rest of the convention has to show. There is an abortion clinic. They're pissed off at the new Terminator movie. Terminator actually advertised on a billboard. They bought a billboard, but this billboard literally is up against the side of this abortion clinic. And it wouldn't be a big deal, but the tagline, the name of the new Terminator movie is called Dark Fate. So they know inside that abortion clinic, that's what those mothers are thinking of what their kids are going to have. And that's what those babies that are going to get there being aborting is going to have. They're going to have a dark fucking fate. So this abortion clinic is trying to pro contact all the proper channels and get it taken down, which I don't think they should take it down. Fuck them. Amazing director Martin Scorsese went on record about Marvel films. He said he's not a fan of their movie. He said Marvel films are like going to a theme park ride. And that is true. And I don't, myself don't find anything wrong with it, to be honest with you. So, I mean, Scorsese is great. I can't wait for his new movie. Sucks to have to wait till the end of next month. But you can go fuck yourself with that one, Scorsese. Because when you go to a movie, like I was saying on the YouTube show, it is what it is. It is what it is. When I go see a Fast and the Furious movie, I expect an okay plot. Not even decent. Lots of fucking fast cars. Lots of explosions. And, you know, just fucking kick-ass shit. When I go see Fred Durst, the finale. I expect to see John Travolta overacting very badly, a fucking crazy off-the-wall movie by a first-time director, and it delivered on all levels. So that's what I want to go see a Marvel movie. I want to see crazy special effects, a good story, and just fucking great actors. So, I mean, what he said is right, but I don't think that's bad. Uh, author Stephen King is releasing a new book. It's four short stories. It's called Until It Bleeds. It sounds really, really good. Go check out what all the stories are, the names of them, what they're about. I'm getting that myself.
Uh, Snoop Dogg did a performance on the court of the University of Kansas basketball canes. He came out with the music, the pyro, I mean, not the pyro, the smoke machines. He had some strippers, portable poles, and a money gun to make it rain on them. The crowd loved it. He loved it. Everybody loved it. But as soon as it went off and it got out to the world, you know, social media, People, parents, and the school did not. They issued an apology pretty much saying they knew he was going to pull that shit. They would have checked his performance, made him do like a sound check, and went through it beforehand. And that's what they'll do in the future. I mean, what the fuck do you expect when you hire Snoop Dogg to come perform rap? You thought he was going to come out there with a cardigan, cardigan sweater and fucking, what you call it, Martha Stewart with them? I mean, retards, man. I don't mean to use that word. I just use that word. Retards, I'm just saying they're dumbasses. Not mentally people just saying, I oh, want you guys killing me over that. Force a habit. I apologize. Uh, and finally, Jersey, store, Jersey Shore star Ronnie Ortiz Margo was arrested for domestic violence early Friday morning. He supposedly slapped and punched his baby mamas in the face. She ran out of their Airbnb screaming for help. Uh, later on, the police showed up at the Airbnb. Ronnie wouldn't open the door, of course. They kicked down the door because they were in fear of the girl's safety. Ronnie still resisted, and they fucking tasered his ass. Now, TMZ released today footage that has came out. There was a next-door neighbor who lived to where they were staying. Ronnie's wife took off out of the house, and she was trying to get through the neighbor jar, trying to open his uh, fence or what have you. When she went to his, uh, his gate, the light went off, and that alerted the security camera so all of it's on tape she looks scared for her fucking life she's trying to hide from ronnie and the whole time she has their baby in her arms so he fucking beat her up with the baby in her arms or rode the baby there and she grabbed the baby and left it's crazy uh, and then Ronnie was released on bail today. He was on a $100,000 bail. He has to pay 10%, 7% in some places, what have you, probably 10% where he is. And guess who picked him up? That's right, you guessed it. His baby's mama and her fucking kid. Unbelievable people, but he's fucked. Even if she drops it, which it looks like she will, the state's picking that up, and he's a star. Who knows? It's fucked up, Ronnie. All right, peeps, I wanted to bring that to you real quick. You know what I mean? I love you guys. Want to put content out there for you to love. Like I was saying, I'm thinking of starting a Patreon. I do not, I don't want your money to live off of. It ain't like that. YouTube, though, even though I love doing the videos, there's new subscribers, which I appreciate. Thank you so much. With YouTube, you can't get paid off of it until you get 100,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. Not In one year, you need 4,000 hours of watch time. You people watching my content in one year plus 100,000 subscribers. So, I mean, that's not going to happen for a couple years. I'm not quitting, but realistically. But uh, what you call it? Like I said, I work seven days a week. I'm a single father. I make my money. It's all good. But the, some money, extra money that I can make, I can go more places. If there's a huge horror convention going on, I can go there. If there's this going on, I can go there. Wrestling event, yada, yada. And that's more content that I can record, interview, and bring to you people. So I'm really thinking about starting it up. And if I do, I'll let you know about it because it's just good for all of us, honestly. All right, peeps, definitely please check out the YouTube videos. We got 31 horror movies to watch in October. Top for best and worst Friday the 13th films, what have you. Check us out on all social media, AEW Insider on Facebook and YouTube and all podcasting platforms and the AEW Insider 1 on Twitter. I'll be back tomorrow with the Hell in the Cell results show and some wrestling news. I already got that right in right now. And I'll talk to you peeps soon, all right? Ciao, peeps. Is Roberts in charge of The Bachelor?
and a bunch of other shows on ABC. He's a big deal at ABC, like a vice president or mm-hmm. some kind.